Hello everyone and welcome back to Fitcast. I'm your host Molly Edwards and today I have Emma Swanky joining me, IFBB Pro and straight off the stage. Hi Emma. Hi. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, so well, I'm Emma Swanky, uh, previously Emma Jack for anyone that's confused with the name, I got married this year. So um, do you want me just to yeah just give a bit of introduction introduction to yourself um kind of like who you are um and like yeah a bit about your competing history really so i only started competing last year so april 2021 was my very first show i was actually supposed to compete in 2019 no 2020 2020 i was three weeks out of my first show and then the old rona hit so that all just kind of got put in a back burner. So I continued training in my back garden, continued my diet, didn't know how long this was going to last. Ended up getting inside a whole year later. But I think it actually benefited me because I just had an amazing first season. Um, I started off with two bros and then done PCA and fitics and then do you want to just let us all know how you did in each of these shows because I find oh. some quite interesting yeah of course so my first show um Ryan Terry Classic I came fourth in the first timers class and third in my height class so um I actually came in like a little bit too soft because it's that way where you think, oh no, am I going to be too conditioned for bikini? And we, we didn't really know. And then, yeah, definitely need to realise from there I needed to be a lot more conditioned. So that was fine. We got to work um, and came back and done, I can't remember what order I'd done them in. I think, oh no, I did Fit X regionals and that's when I won. So I won the bikini class and then I went on to do the overalls, which their overalls is with every female that wins. Yeah. So, like, I'm standing backstage looking at these women like, wow, how am I even going on stage with them? Like, so obviously you'll know yourself because you've been there. Um, won the overalls, was totally just like not expecting it. Um, I was so happy because all I wanted was a sword. Like was desperate yeah. to have a sword. <laughs> I was absolutely buzzing. So that was me. What's that? Which fix was that one? That was the Strom Classic, so it was the one that was supposed to be the Expo. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know. It was, quite, it was a busy show, actually. There was, I think there was 16 bikini girls on stage. Oh, wow. That's really good. It was really good. It was a good, um, good experience. Um, then I done PCA Saxon, and I came second. Um, and then, so obviously after that, I was like, right, okay, well, I'm going to the finals because why not? So yeah. I decided I was doing FitX finals. Um, then the Arnold's fell in between FitX and PCA finals. So I was like, yeah. oh, I don't know. Like, it's a bit big. Like, mm. But I thought to myself, do you know what? We're going anyway. Like, so I'm going to the Arnold's like, to like, go and enjoy the expo. So yeah. I'm going to be stage lean from in between FitX and PCA. Let's just step on stage. It's going to be an experience. It's the first time. It's the biggest show you could ever had. I'm just going to do it and I'm just going to experience it. So um, decided to do all, all three of those. So went on to the FitX finals and won. Yeah. Uh, and came third in the overall. So I won uh, the bikini 
and they came third in the overalls. So I was absolutely buzzing with that. Second in um, that one, you remember? Because I know Claire won it, didn't she? Tilda, I think. Oh, was it the wellness? Yeah. Wellness, Tilda, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, again, like coming third to those two, it's like, what? Like, look at them. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that was amazing. And then went to the Arnolds. Um, totally just like, was like, if I even get looked at, I'll be happy. Yeah. Um, went on to do my height class. And just when you're up on stage and you're thinking, like, am I being put in the seminar? I don't know. You don't really know what's going on. And I kind of came off and I was like, oh my God, I think I could pick up a third place here. Yeah. So this was me still thinking I could have, like, maybe in the chance we get in third. So when I won my height class, that was just, oh my God, could not believe it. And then, Literally just stepped off stage and got whisked back on because I'm like the second tallest height class. So yeah. there was just one other class on and we were straight back on. To the and they class. were big classes, weren't they? Yeah, it was busy. That was our busy show. That was like boom, 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 like fast out. Like there was so many. Yeah. I think there was 200 people together. Oh, mate, it was just so busy. Yeah, you should have seen us all backstage. It was mental. So, um, yeah, never even had a minute to like sink in what happened. We're straight back off the overalls. And here was me just being like, oh, amazing. And I was like turning around to one of the other girls being like, you've totally got this. Like, you're winning that pro card. I know you are. Like, never even thought for a second that it could have been me. And then, yeah, like, no one knows my name. And that was just, I was pretty gobsmacked, to be honest. Um, it was like a bit of a pinch me moment. Like, I just felt so surreal. Yeah. Um, so then obviously after that, uh got thrown into the Arnold's Pro Show the next day. <laughs> but what was so weird was like my brain was in a really funny place. I yeah. think I was so overwhelmed. And I got off stage and people were grabbing me for interviews. And like in my head, I knew I was going for a five guys after the Arnold's. And in my head, I was just like, I need food, I need food, I need this five guys. I went and ate a five guys. And then it sunk in. And I ate it and I was like, I'm competing tomorrow night. <laughs> like, what have I done? It was, and Kevin was like, I, I did want to maybe try and stop you, but I didn't know what to say. You were just so aggy and like hangry and like, it was, it was weird. So I did that, eight or five guys. And I was like, all right, okay. Better phone my coach. <laughs> was she so, there at the Arnold's? No, she wasn't there. She's got a wee baby, so... Oh, I see. No, she had never made it. So, um, yeah, that was time for me to go back. So everyone was, we were all going out for dinner. We all had it planned. Um, and I had, we went to TGI and I sat with my chicken salad um, trying to get rid of and digest my Five Guys burger. But to be <laughs> honest, like, I don't think it was too much damage. But, um, yeah. So I don't know why I did that, it was just weird, but it was just so overwhelming. Um competed on the Arnold's Pro stage um and actually placed seventh. Um and I mean I was expecting it to come tenth, like dead last, because well I was a newbie. But yeah, I actually placed seventh, so I was quite happy with that. I was like, oh, that's all right. Anyway, it was really nice actually just to watch it and see like you and a couple of the others as well, like place on that pro stage after literally running it the day before I mean it, it's pretty mental isn't it to go pro card and then like bang pro show it, it is a lot and I can imagine it would have been extremely overwhelming for you oh, crazy. 
crazy, but uh, such an experience. And then it wasn't until I got home the next day. Mm. So that was what the the Friday night I won the pro card. Saturday night I competed. Sunday night we got home, and I just sat on the couch, and I just burst into tears. And Kevin was like, "Oh, finally!" (laughs) (laughs) And I get started to sink in, and then that was me. I couldn't stop crying. Like, I think it was a good few days. I just kept, like, welling up, like, pinched myself. Um, so then, obviously, I couldn't compete in the PCA finals. That was um, two weeks after. So I started thinking, well, hmm, I was always supposed to still be on prep. So is there any pro shows? And then we just decided last minute to go to Budapest and competed in the Fit Parade show. Yeah. Uh, I did absolute shite. <laughs> I was there was twenty six girls and there was six of us that just came joint last. Oh really? Um, I thought yeah. they picked all of you. No, they only placed twenty. I've seen this before in shows. It must just be the only place up to twenty, and it's like after that you've just all got like twentieth or something next to your name. I'm not very sure. I don't know. Basically, just yeah, <laughs> probably just like yeah, we're rubbish. <laughs> But I did really water over. Um, my body was, I think my body was just done. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a long season. I mean, because when would that show have been? Well, that was a nine month prep I'd done. Yeah, that's a yeah. long, long time. And that's is that nine months from April to whenever you stepped off stage from your fashion show? Nine, nine months since, I think it was the end of January or start of February that I started prep. Oh, okay, yeah. So like nine months and then it was October uh, Budapest yeah. so yeah it was a long time I think my body was just done and yeah um I probably did a couple of things like stupid just I don't even know like I just I, I, I wasn't I was just doing it threw myself in and I was quite happy I wasn't gutted and, and a part of me was actually quite happy because coming last made me content to be finished prep like I had to be done because I thought oh if I had came like somewhere like like you know if I'd done well I probably would have wanted to jump into another show and it could have just kept going so it actually made me feel really content that I had to stop I had to go into an off season um, and then yeah and then you just competed uh what two days ago yes yeah, two, yeah, Saturday, win our Tuesday. Yeah, three days ago. Two days. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so uh, to be honest, this off-season's not been the same as my other off-seasons because I had a lot on. I'm getting married, had my Hindu, um, yeah. my honeymoon. So although I've never had time off as such, I've continued the whole time training, eating right. I've had more things on like social events would have had like yeah. I, I would always have my off plan meals anyway but probably had a bit more uh, probably drank a bit more than I normally would have um so yeah it was just kind of juggling that so we had a bit of an off season and then I kind of came in a bit of a cut because of the way I wanted to look for the wedding um yeah. enjoyed my honeymoon obviously completely just nice time off and then as soon as we got back the honeymoon prep started and um so 15 week prep and then competed at the weekend there and came seventh out of 16 which i'm 
full full buzzing about um yeah it's amazing i really did like start to get in my own head a little bit bit of like imposter syndrome like did i deserve that pro card like do i like fit the pro stage do i belong up there am i going to look like out of place it's just stupid prep you get in your own head anyway massively yeah but now you but, definitely like belonged up there because I watched it on the live stream and like you looked amazing and well, it was such a high standard. But then it always is, it's a pro show, isn't it? You know, it's not going to be. And I think this is the thing when you get into that pro league is, you know, the amateur league, you've got, you know, say you've got 10 of you on stage, probably like six or seven, like really fit bikini. A couple might be a little bit out of that seven, you know, need a little bit more condition or something. You've always got a few that just kind of, just don't fit that class at all and that's with any class as well actually they just don't fit that class at all or just don't have they've been training for about five minutes you know so that always kind of if you're good that bumps your placing up but then as soon as you step on a, a pro stage like you've got to be good to win your pro card so yeah. it's pretty yeah, mad it's, isn't it? it's like you're just sitting with everybody looking like everybody just looks like they fit the criteria perfectly like yeah. so you're Everybody looks great, so it's, it is quite like daunting. But I just thoroughly enjoyed myself. And I always, I always, always go on stage. I'm, I never get nervous. I'm dancing backstage. I like to enjoy myself. Like yeah. I'm racing on stage, and anything that happens after that is always a bonus. So, um, I think placing seventh and like looking at the people that I've placed above is like, like, do you know what I mean? Like it's uh, to me, it's like it's a big big improvement for me um so like two places away for placing do you know what I mean like that's yeah so I think now it's made me feel like do you know what I do belong up there Uh, I need to get out of my own head and I'm going to Nashville Um, two weeks on Saturday is Nashville fit show so I'm now going there where we bit more confidence I'm going to get out of my own head I'm going to totally embrace these next few weeks and just totally enjoy myself and see what we can do over in the US yeah so it must be pretty amazing as well actually to be sharing a stage with like some of these guys that I'm guessing you've like looked up to for a while now and then all of a sudden you're stood next to them on stage exactly crazy absolutely crazy that's cool I know a lot of people are like looking up to you as well now so what got you into competing in the first place to be honest like I don't really know um the type of person I am, I just get something in my head and I do it and I just go for it 100%. So I wasn't always the type of person that went to the gym. I wasn't really into fitness. I was that naturally skinny person that ate a lot of shite. That was me. Yeah. Um, obviously, as I was getting older, I started to realise I couldn't continue eating all the crap and maintain that. But I dabbled a little bit in the gym, a little bit, like didn't yeah I knew what I was doing but not massively and then one day I did a half marathon because I used to be a runner when I was younger a good runner but I hate running so I did a half marathon because my work signed me up for it and then the sense of achievement that I got after it I thought do you know what I want something like that again and Mm -hmm. I was just flying one day and I was thinking I just want to do something so I was like I want to do something before I'm 30 so I decided that I wanted to either run a full marathon or compete and, okay. and I don't know why that was a thing but I'm naturally like straight up and down like I don't have 
I'm not like one of these naturally gifted people that have muscle. <laughs> I am just like a stick. So I decided, I was like, I really want to grow a bum. Like, I yeah. like a bum. So I thought, I don't really know what I'm doing all this food and stuff. Like, I'm training, but I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. So I thought, oh, maybe I'll just compete. And Kevin came home one day and I was just like, yeah, so I think I'm going to compete. And he was like, what? <laughs> like yeah I just want to do something before I'm 30 he was like you do know what it involves right because I'm like really clumsy like like that whole being on stage thing is totally or was totally in my comfort zone yeah I want to do something in my comfort zone and that's what I want to do so I'm 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 going to give it a bash so we're like right okay then and it was all pretty much just for a bit of banter really just to see what I could do but like I said as soon as I start something I'm like full on and at 100 percent if I'm doing something I'm doing it right and and then that was it <laughs> so when was that that must have been a few years ago then you started training because obviously you're going to compete in 2020 so I contacted my coach in August 2019 okay yeah yeah it was quite a short like off season I was going to do so I was going to be well I had a holiday so I didn't want to get like fluffy for the mm. holidays coming back so September to December was my off season and then I was cutting from January to April yeah and I think like I did have quite a good package for, for the short time I was in like, you know what it's like at the start you yeah. get so like I did manage to like like do quite a lot I've trained really hard like really yeah really you're not like muscle wise you're definitely not a, not a small on stage you know what I mean like you know, some guys are even some of the pros, they're just very well balanced, but they they don't hold much muscle. But you've got a good amount of muscle, very good amount of muscle for someone that's been training for like not very long. Yeah, I train like I do train really hard. That's like one thing I've loved yeah. the training. So and my calories were super, super high in that short time as well. It just shows like how much my output was. I was just putting I put absolutely everything and every single set, every rep. Yeah. Then I guess, yeah, I had all that. I had a whole year of like extra time temporary. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's pretty Just show as well, actually, like what you can achieve in that time. And also, as I know, you're a natural competitor as well. And I think a lot of people would just be like, oh, but if you want to get that big in that short space of time, like you'll take loads of drugs and they don't put their training first. And that's clearly something that you've done is really put your training, put your nutrition at the forefront. And that's what's achieved, like got you to achieve so much in such a short space of time completely naturally completely natural never even took a fat burner in my life so um i think sometimes yeah maybe like you people can maybe be quick to jump because a lot of other people are doing it and they want to get ahead yeah. but I, I like to be able to see what is achievable like myself first so yeah yeah i've just i mean nothing against anyone that does it I'd, care less but like that's that's why I've done it that way and yeah yeah it's never even crossed my mind to take anything I've just thought you know no what? one's ever like tried to push it on you and then you've thought oh maybe nah there's been comments like oh now that you're pro like are you going to or there was all a lot of comments of people saying I was and yeah I'm not. And my coach was just like Emma I take it as a compliment <laughs> yeah I think that's what you've got to do in it like I've had it before like oh you must be bashing loads of Anavar I'm like never touched it never would touch Anavar like I think it's disgusting but fine. 
I know I think it's just it's probably quite nice just to show people that like it can be done like yeah if you want to take it that's fine but you don't feel like you have to like not in bikini no it's absolutely not we are supposed to be representing like a perfect female body or whatever bikini body like it should be attainable without beds and um yeah that's just hard craft eat lots of food lots of good food (laughs) yeah train hard yeah <laughs> oh that's wicked that's that's really really cool um was it your always was it always your goal to eventually go pro i think that was so out in my reach that probably no yeah um, like in my in a first season like like i don't even think that comprehends in your brain that that's going to happen so no um, yeah. Before I was going to the Arnold, I'm big on like um, visualization and positive thoughts and all that. I did, I did visualize winning my pro card, but I never believed I was going to win it. Like genuinely, yeah. but I visualized it and I did, and I put it out there in the universe. So I guess like a part of me obviously wanted it, but I never ever thought like it was going to be achievable. So, and also I wasn't going to continue competing after that because we were getting married. So that was going to be like my wedding year. Yeah. Um, obviously, winning the pro card changed all that. Yeah. <laughs> Even Kevin straight away was like, "You have to compete next year as a pro," and I was like, "I know." So that's why I'm now competing this year. So yeah. if I hadn't won the pro card, I probably wouldn't have even competed this year. I don't know. I yeah. love it, but yeah, you just don't know, really, do you? And I think I just think it's mad how you just didn't even cross your mind. And then, so what, did you have a goal last year? Was it like literally to step on stage? Was it to win a show? Like I don't know what Jen said. It's Jen, isn't it? Your coach. Did she yeah. say to you like, "Oh, I think you you're capable of winning a show, winning an overall. This needs to be your goal." Or yeah, so I I wanted to win. I'm very competitive. I wanted to win. Yeah, no hiding that. Like, um, but. Jen said from the start, like she's always looking at me and say, I mean, you're a pro in my eyes. Yeah. And she was like, always, always picking me up. But I just thought she was trying to give me confidence. And like my husband, Kevin, as well, he would always give me good feedback. So many people were saying stuff to me and people in the gym, like I do train in like a bodybuilding gym. And yeah. So much feedback. But I just think, like, oh, people are just being nice. Like, I have, I don't see myself like, like that and when I won that pro card I was like okay maybe I need to admit that I'm quite good at this <laughs> maybe I'm all right I'm all right at this uh, but like what Jen always kind of says to me she was like that's what keeps you going though she was like you're so humble you critique yourself so much but you've still got a level of like you're not like I'm not really hard on myself yeah I criticize myself enough to keep pushing every single day because yeah. I feel like I always need to be better. Like I never get comfortable. I never think I'm good enough. I never get like that complacent way. So I think that's what's kept me going. Like being that I'm I'm my biggest critic, really. Yeah, I get you there. I do it all the time. I'm like oh like when I started popping this year, I would remember like posing the mirror and I was like sent all those pictures to my coach and I was like, I look shit, I don't even see what's the point. And he's like, oh, what's he going about? Like, I've got no shoulders, they they've just gone. They, no, they've all gone. We're just so hard on ourselves. Yeah. We laugh because every time I get on prep, I'm like, Jen, is my bum still there? And she's like, because obviously your bum massively just disappears yeah. as a that. And she's like, Emma, your glutes are very much there. I'm like, yeah. I know. 
I can't even form my feelings anymore. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Like how much your body changes from like off seasons of prep. Like I always think like prep, I just look like a little boy. Like I'm completely flat chested. I've got no real, like I've just got this like little tiny bit of bum there when I really stick it out. It's the bones. And I'm like, ugh. People who love being stage lean, I will never understand. Like, I do, I'm a PT, I'm a personal trainer now, and I was like sitting on the ground, like, I can't remember what I was doing, stretching or something with my client. I'm like, oh my God, my bum, like the bones. Have you seen that little (laughs) me with the SpongeBob square pants? Yeah. (laughs) That's how I feel right now. And the bones on my back, like, even my pants, like, rub into them when I'm sitting down. Oh, no. Like, off-season chunk any day <laughs> this is rather it's a wardrobe like oh my god I have so many fucking clothes and I'm just like okay this fits me now but when I'm in prep it won't fit me like even pants everything I have to have a size down for prep size up for off-season um and then like when it's then I've got clothes as well that fit me prep clothes that fit me off season but this off season I'm bigger than last off season so some of those clothes do fit me but some of them don't but I don't want to throw them out because it might fit me in the middle bit of, between off season and prep I'm like what the fuck is this like <laughs> I know it's stress and I don't even go that much like I'm like probably within eight kilograms or something is what I go up like I don't That's really and I'm like, even me, like I can notice a big difference. And I'm like, I do have my prep pants. And shout out to Glutiwear, by the way. Defo, the best prep gym clothes. Because you hold them up and they're like this size. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? They're tiny. And it's like a water balloon. They just like cling to you. So yeah. I'm like, my prep leggings because they just sit nice and tight. Fair, I do like them in prep. Because even if, like in off season, I'm a bit like, all oh, these are a bit uncomfortable. But in prep, it's just like, whereas other ones are like falling down and you're like for my sake I know that's a nightmare but uh the gappy shorts and you're like these are never <laughs> <laughs> a good look um are you glad you, you did your pro debut like straight away or do you think looking back like it would have been nice in a way to have that like year off season or like time off season and then go again no I'm glad I've done it um I just threw myself in like I wasn't nervous I didn't even know what was going on I was a bit, still a bit like that overwhelmness feeling so I didn't yeah. give too much thought and I just went and done it and like enjoyed it and then when I went to Budapest as well I was just it was great and it was really nice because Jade Kelsey um, and Meg and stuff who were there uh, and Jesse from Ireland so there was other people in Budapest from the UK and they totally welcomed me and so I met them at the Arnold's and then I remember walking backstage and Jade and Meg were like, Emma, like we saved you a stay. So it was really, really nice to feel like we had our little UK thing. Yeah. Uh, so I had no nerves. I was, I was fine. And I think if I had put it off and put it off and put it off, it maybe would have been a bigger deal. Whereas this time when I was going into the um, One Growth Pro Show at the weekend there, yeah, okay, I got in my head a little bit about things, but I wasn't nervous to compete. I wasn't nervous to get up on the stage. Like, I was just there to have fun and do what I do all, like, any other time. So I think yeah. it just getting chucked in. Because I think is what people make out this this pro debut is, like, a really big thing. Yeah. And then I think then it gets really worked up in your head, doesn't it? Like, oh, my God, like, this is this big thing. And it then can get, like, again, overwhelming, can't it, I guess? Yeah. 
Um, I just want to talk a little bit about post-show because I often get girls um, messaging me about this. Um, how did you find post-show? Like, and especially after you've done so well, like more than like kind of what you thought you would. How did you find that? Um, well, depends what post-show you're talking about. Because <laughs> it's been very different. Most So my first one, yeah. eight months into a coma, physically, eyes roll at the back of my head, thought I was going to die. Thought I was going to have to go to the hospital because my stomach was going to explode. Yeah, <laughs> bit of a drama queen, but yeah, I was. That was horrible. Yeah, um, and I think as much as people tell you, be careful, be careful. You have to do it to know not to do it again. Like, yeah. so I hoarded food. I took all my stuff with me. I, I, I wasn't even looking forward to competing because I was so busy being looking forward to what I was going to be eating after the show, which mm-hmm. is stupid because the main thing is the show. Yeah. Stepped off stage straight away, had like my sweets and whatever, went back to our apartment. Instead of going out for a nice dinner, we ordered food. So I had I made a cheese board while we were waiting on pizza, burger, chips. I had Easter eggs because they're my favourite, so I'd stored them away from Easter. <laughs> Honestly, it was disgusting how much I ate. Like yeah. it was horrible. And Kevin was like, Emma, do you know how much you've ate? Like maybe you need to slow down I was like no but I'm not full I didn't understand everything about these little hunger hormones and stuff and yeah I didn't realize that was a thing and I just kept eating and then yeah I felt like I was going to go so I felt like I was drunk I was sweating I just had to fall asleep on the couch it was horrible um and then the next day I spaced my food out more obviously because I was eating all day but I did still eat a lot and it was yeah I was really watery um and then I think the next shows, I had other shows lined up. Yeah. It was more a case of, um, so after FitX, I went out for dinner and I was allowed steak and chips and that was it. So yeah. I, had steak and chips. I had a little treat, like when I came off stage, I had steak and chips, straight back to plan the next day. Yeah. Um, after the Arnold's, uh, well, I had my five guys after that. Yeah. <laughs> but then after the pro show, I think... Oh, we didn't get off stage. It was like one in the morning. It was really late, wasn't it? Yeah, so they had put on like a grazing table, which was really nice. Um, that was beautiful. And then we just, I think we ordered like, we did order food in, but I'd said already, I'm not ordering much. I'm literally just ordering food because I'm hungry. Like I need to mm-hmm. eat. So I think, I'm pretty sure we ordered a pizza and chips or something. Yeah. And the next day I got up and went for a nice breakfast. I had a nice lunch and then we came home and we had an Indian for dinner so it was more like let's be sensible and it was like stopping all the snacking um and then when I totally finished like that there yeah, that is probably my first my proper like post show like right yeah. now, I'm gonna deal with this and the way that I the way that I dealt with it was I only ate sociably so yeah I didn't ever sit in the house and eat biscuits, eat crisps and chocolate and raid the cupboards. I ate completely on plan um, unless I had social things on. And obviously when you come off of a nine-month prep, you can imagine I had a lot of social things on. But yeah. in my brain, um, I, I did it that way. So I wasn't emotionally eating. I was socially yeah. eating. So I was going out for dinner with my mum. I was going out for like day drinks and lunch with my friends. And, you know, I had lots of stuff on, but to deal with the, like, mentality side of it, if you know what I mean, 
but that's how I did it. Um, I obviously I gained weight. That was fine. I was always going to gain weight. And you were all right with that? Because I know, again, some people like really, really struggle with putting on like a single kilogram after show. I totally embraced it. But again, another thing that I worked on my whole prep hmm. was I reminded myself every day when I was stage lean that I looked like a freak. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know that sounds really harsh, but like I would say to myself, oh, like, you know, this isn't normal. Like, and I actually sometimes felt a little bit insecure, like walking around, not in the gym, but walking around normal with like my shoulders and my arms and stuff out. I didn't really enjoy like the looks and stuff and being that abnormally lean when people don't know that you're competing. Yeah, um, I think that. Well, I think I, I made my, I just always reminded myself that that wasn't normal and, mm-hmm. um, and how uncomfortable I was as well, like sitting down and a lot of bones hurting. So as soon as I started to gain the weight, I actually embraced it. Yeah. I didn't gain it too fast. Um, obviously, like, the abs disappeared, but I, I just told myself the whole time, the first thing that's going to go is the abs. Like, it's not normal for a female to have abs all year round. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Even um, fancies me more when I'm, like, got a bum and, like, a bit chunkier, so I always would remind myself of that, like, that I did look better than healthier. I was buzzing to get my little face back. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's just, like... A little bit of like self-talk during the prep as well and reminding yourself that it's not normal and not sustainable and yeah it's not actually a good look for day-to-day life oh exactly and uh, it's not healthy either is it let's be lean, yeah like I'm all for people who want to stay like I don't think you necessarily need to you know get that chunky on the office yeah. if you want to but but the the level of leanness that you are absolutely not no like it it is unhealthy and I don't know about yourself but I always use my cycle and like things like that you know say you've just got married you're probably thinking oh I might want to start a family soon I don't know might not be but if you'd lost your cycle and it still wasn't coming back and then you went into another prep and it still wasn't coming back like and you decide then oh I don't want to prep anymore you know I don't I want to start my family that could then become very difficult yeah. you've prioritized staying lean over your own health effectively definitely and I mean for me like I did lose my cycle as well and when I started my prep last year it was it's only been the very last um period that I've missed if you know what I mean like oh, really yeah until the last one but I think I had 12 weeks in between my first and my second show so I did manage to get it back in there but then after that for being on prep for so long after that like I, I didn't have it for so long and that's that's where you start thinking right okay yeah okay I didn't lose it until it was very last one but okay. maintaining that prep and that leanness for so long you're never coming up high enough to get it back really so yeah that's definitely where yeah like I definitely had to get that back and get that all back in order before starting anything again so yeah and I think that is really important that's a message I really want to share on this podcast is because I see it a lot I see it so much girls that are just like oh I only want to put on like um 100 um 100 calories a week or something and like slowly build it up honestly I've seen shit like this and I'm like that's mental like I know girls that have lost their cycle for like two years because they've been prepping back to back to back 
and their coach is like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. In, in what in what world yeah. is that fine? Like it's not. It's that's why I actually purposely wanted a female coach. Uh, I mean, I'm so lucky that my coach lives like nearby. I didn't know anything about this sport really. Yeah. So- I knew all was Jen Ford, like the, she is the woman who does bodybuilding around here. Um, contacted her, and obviously she's amazing and she's so experienced. But I particularly wanted like a female coach. I wanted them to know exactly what I was going through. I wanted someone who'd competed loads himself. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think. I mean, I'm not saying that guys don't, because there's probably guys that look into it a lot and yeah. do, do look after the girls. I'm not saying that, but I wanted someone to know that how important that was. So. I think as well, like, men don't necessarily know. When I've said before, like, so when my period come back after competing, it come back with, like, this vengeance of, like, you fucking miss bitch, here I am. I'm like, no, I never used to get period pains. And, like, when I say the pain, like, the pain is ridiculous. Like, I don't take paracetamol. I don't take ibuprofen. My first day of my cycle, I'm on, like, two paracetamol, two ibuprofen, like, every four hours the pain so much and like I say to my coach like I cannot train the first day of my cycle oh you'll be fine get on with it and it's like no I cannot <laughs> train I literally feel someone has a knife and is stabbing me like that's not okay I can't do it um so yeah I think like like I said I've never had a female coach uh, my coach now is really understanding but yeah it is it's fucking savage isn't it I know it is and it does come back with a vengeance the first one anyway and it's the hormones so that is well post-show yeah I, I don't know how many people actually know much about this but obviously a little gremlin and like like oh my god I forgot the word you know what I mean the hunger and leptin leptin gremlin and leptin I think like that needs to be like discussed more <laughs> because I'm like yeah but I'm I'm not full like I can keep eating I've always been a big eater. I can give you in. Yeah. Like, until your stomach is ready to burst. Yeah. I went for uh, the biggest mistake I did after one of my shows. It was a few days later. I think it was after Budapest, actually. And I thought I was controlling it really, really well. I thought I was, like, having nice meals out rather than, like, the binge eating and stuff. And, yeah. And it was, like, a few days later, and it was Kevin's, um, well, our niece, it was her birthday and she wanted to go to a world buffet and I was like yeah great I can get a little bit of this and a little bit of that and it'll be amazing because I'll get all my cravings out oh yeah do not go for a buffet for sure wow like they give you the small plate so you don't, you don't think you're having much and I just kept going up and having a bit of this and a bit of that and a bit of this and then Kevin was like do you know you've had six plates I was like yeah but they're small he was like I think you'd be surprised if you had everything out in front of you of what you've ate I'm only saying this just to maybe you should calm down I was like oh it's all right I'll go get food then and then obviously it all hits my stomach and I wasn't just swelling like in front and looking pregnant it was like my back it was coming out my back it was coming out the sides I was just like so swollen yeah the fucking hunger hormones (laughs) like yeah I think definitely need to be more aware of those like motion in front of you and don't keep like going because like that's where that's where it goes wrong (laughs) and I think so just for people to be aware that is a thing like I always say to people like you'll come off stage you'll be really really hungry like you you never experienced hunger in your life like this and it, it's you won't be full and they're like oh yeah yeah yeah. and then they always go oh my god like 
I didn't expect it to be like this. I'm like, it is. And it's, you're literally, and I always say this, you are fighting nature because your body is so lean. It's like, we need some fat now. So once you start, you cannot stop. Hi, and sometimes I don't even think it's a hunger. It's more of like a, like you, you need to be satisfied. It's like you're not satisfied yet. So it's not even, like, I'm always like, I'll eat at first because I'm hungry. And then like, I'm not hungry anymore, but I'm like, like what's next like I'm not satisfied you don't what even know what you're happen? doing it's just in front of you and you're like nice. like just putting it in your mouth yeah so that mixed with the hormones of just general like being a female <laughs> coming off stage trying to get a period back yeah I think like you do need to have a bit of self-control I think you need to put the first few weeks of post-show you need to be as serious as you are in prep and be, have a bit like willpower and a bit of like yeah or like you have to have your treats obviously I'm not saying don't yeah. do that you have to have a bit of structure you have to be I get put back on a meal plan straight away um my coach puts me on she'll say that have this have that right okay straight back to plan let's see let's get the water down let's see how you're feeling let's get everything running back to normal yeah um, we put some food in and we have off plan meals and think it's important i mean everybody's plan because i can't look at like chicken and rice post-show i look at it and i'm like that's disgusting i can't like as hungry as you are and as like what we're just saying you just eat and eat and eat you put chicken and rice in front of me and when i'm on prep i'm like this is the best food in the whole fucking world right you put it to me after i stepped off stage and i'm like gagging on it i'm like no (laughs) i can't eat this Oh really? See, I'm totally fine with it. But like when I go back to my normal, like so if I've had like a like the night of the show and the next day off. Yeah. The next day I'm really happy to go back to my clean foods because I just feel shite. But yeah. if someone hadn't told me to go back on plan, I wouldn't. So I, I need that. And I think everybody's gonna have it different. Like some people will be really good at just having their food clean but really up, like up straight away just to make sure you don't binge. Some people do yeah gradually and I think it's just finding like what works for you but mm. yeah, for, for me it's just treating it as social eat socially don't emotion don't have a, that emotional connection with food and binge eating that's how yeah. I do it so I guess that's kind of like what my next question was going to be to you anyway is like what advice you'd give to someone post-show well yeah. my advice would be like do what's right for you yeah like don't just be like oh well she's doing this or she's doing that she's getting a week off or her food's been up like you need to find what's right for you and I think it's it's being completely honest with your coach and how you're feeling like yeah don't feel bad if you've sat and ate like a whole box of cereal and a whole tub of chocolates like you need to tell them that that's the stuff you're craving that's what you're having that's what you're doing because then they can make a plan for you that sort of incorporates in a little bit of stuff rather than mm binging and going mental and like I think yeah don't get too caught up in everything and your coach as well I'm sorry what your coach as well like because this is again is something I've heard of is like your coach shouldn't be angry with you your coach shouldn't shout at you if you're binging and stuff your coach should be understanding and go okay like totally get it this is how we're going to move forwards productively not be like you're fucking stupid like I'm going to cut your calories now like no no we don't do that no, definitely no. You need somebody who's very understanding. Yeah. 
you've probably been there at the start of your journey as well. So yeah, even like even the most experienced people probably do it as well. Like it's not absolutely. Yeah, I mean you do like one thing I would say biggest bit of advice is you do get better at it every time it comes. You don't get that like even. Like, I didn't take any food with me to this show. I wasn't, like, buzzing to come off stage and eat crap. The first thing I did was drank two and a half litres of water with my strong Hydromax. Like, that is the first thing I crave when yeah. I want to get hydrated. And all I want to do is get for a nice meal rather than eat, like, bits. So yeah. I never had a single thing when I got off stage. I just went to my dinner. And I think that just comes through. Are you with strong? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were. That's yeah, good. they're amazing. I actually love their stuff. Yeah, like, they're good. And I think I just really trust them as well. He does all his own stuff, and oh, they're amazing. Yeah. That, that Hydromax, I swear, I use it for to keep me hydrated in the gym. I use it to keep me hydrated after a show. I use yeah. it before I drink alcohol. I drink it before I go to bed after drinking alcohol. I drink it in the morning after drinking alcohol. And I take it on holiday with me. It's literally. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have it a litre first in the morning because I think like right I'm always dehydrated get that in me right job's good and hot days a bit more so, so and hangovers it. cured aye like aye it's great I take it on holiday man. no hangovers boom yeah. yeah my mates will come to me now they're like can we have your special drink so we get rid of our hangover I'm like yeah bit of that well. <laughs> uh, glutathione max as well that's the other one isn't it what one Glutathione max, that's it, isn't it? The other one they do? I don't know if I've tried that one. That and Hydromax, two drinks, hangovers, like a little cocktail. Knock that back, gone. Oh, we could try that one. There's a couple that are quite, um, for like people who are on peds and stuff that I've just kind of not tried, but they do say, obviously, like if you're not on them, like they're still good for you. So it's maybe been one that I've thought has been for that. Need to have a look. Yeah. Sort your hangovers out, mate. See, look at all the advice we give you on this podcast. Like, we teach you how to compete and we teach you how to get rid of your hangovers. <laughs> Winning at life. <laughs> all about that balance. <laughs> all about balance. <laughs> Good. Oh, I do love my Hydromax. Definitely. <sighs> yeah. I think that's kind of all of the main questions I've got. I've got a couple on Instagram, uh, which was... So you sent me your ones that you asked, and then I had another one. So my one was something about, what is your favourite and least favourite thing about the industry? Oh. My favourite thing is the, like, the people that you meet. Yeah. So I think a lot of people expect it to be quite bitchy or because it's very you're competing against these girls but it's actually not like I have met some amazing people both in the amateur league and the pro league competing because you've got this it's like people like-minded people same mindset they understand you so I think quite a lot of time your friends and family don't really get it bless them my my friends and family all try really really hard and like how much they actually do try and understand it but obviously at the same time a lot of them are just like what the hell are you doing (laughs) It's nice. I think I love the people that you meet. Um, oh, my least favourite. Oh. I think, especially bikini class, it's quite hard. It's quite a subjective sport. Yeah. And I'm saying it's my least favourite. It's the only thing I can think of in my head. But 
the right. costs. This is fucking expensive. Oh, yeah, it's very expensive. Yeah, tell me about it. I'm going to America now. <laughs> Expensive. Um, well, I tell me, it's like you should go to America. There's loads of shows there. And I was like, yeah. How much money do you think I earn? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, I think was, yeah. As I mean, as a subject of sport, and I think it's hard when people are all like, "Oh, you should have won," and she's this and she's that, and yeah. actually not what you want to hear. You just want to be like, "Well, that's what the decision was on the day, and that's it." Like. It's hard, like, the judge is going to have a different opinion. I think that's the thing. Like, I'd rather have someone tell me, like, why I didn't win than tell me, like, oh, you should have won. Because I'm like, okay, that's great. That's your opinion, but that's not really going to help me. Some constructive criticism. If you tell me, like, oh, you didn't win because your glutes aren't big enough, cool, I can go work and work on that. But you just go, oh, you should have won. So, (laughs) you were robbed. Yeah. Um, cool. So, a couple of questions here. Top boss out there bossing it on the stage, teaching how. <laughs> Teach this woman, Emma. <laughs> there you go. Um, when's the podcast available? Well, if you listen to this, then it's available. Um, what shows are you doing this year? So I've done the One Row Pro Show and I will be doing the Nashville Fit Show on the 20th of August. There is another one in Italy uh, the 11th of September, but I'm not decided if I'm doing it or not. Um, mainly just like money and costs and stuff, but that's pretty much it. So I was keeping my prep a lot shorter this year. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, that is pretty much it. Nice. What advice would you give to someone juggling normal life in pursuit of a bodybuilding career? Oh, good question. Um, I think I've actually dealt with this very well. So many people have actually said this to me. I have went to every social event that's been on uh, throughout my whole entire prep journey. I just adapt. I take my maybe sparkling flavoured water, zero calorie water with me and drink it out of a wine glass. Um, I've been to various barbecues. I just turn up with my little homemade turkey burger or my chicken and my asparagus and whatever, and I just join in. Um, I just join in to the best I can. Um, obviously, when it gets near the end and it's um, you're tired and stuff, it can be a bit difficult. But I think like like don't give into it too easily. Um, if you need your bed, take it. Don't go go to your bed. But I think like don't. Don't think that everything has to be so like regimented. Like, yeah. go to the night out. Like, if you can get your sleep in still, then go up and stay up a bit later and have a longer lie the next day. Like, work your rest days round things. Like, just I've all I've always managed to do everything um, to the best of my ability. I remember once being out until four in the morning up dancing on the dance floor, and no one thought I was sober. Yeah, I've done that. They're like, oh, you must be drunk. I'm like, high on life, mate. <laughs> I was just like, had a monster, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> life anyway. Um, okay, because this person's written free, but I think some is. Okay, how do you know if your body will respond from first prep to this? Like, how do you know if it's going right? Hmm. I guess you just have to have faith in your coach. 
Um, it's very very easy to get in your own head on prep. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to remember that you see your body every single day. Um, so you're not going to be seeing like overnight results. And I think like your coach is the best person just to keep you right with that. Um, oh yeah, I guess that's probably it. That's a good enough answer. Yeah, you're fine. What was different this? Ooh, what was different this time round, prep wise? competition day wise and everything else in between oh this prep we took it to another level so um uh my first few prep well my first prep i only dropped now calories don't matter because everybody's different but i went up to just over three thousand calories in the off season and i only had to drop to two thousand calories at the very end of my prep so i was still on super high food my cardio was like maybe 45 minutes a day, but it was intense. Like I put everything in there. I didn't hold on to the stairs. I did it without holding on and all this to get my heart rate up. Um, this time round, I was like, right, I'll do whatever it takes. I want to do, like, I want to go, like, I want to take it to the next level. The last prep was too easy. <laughs> so with like my diet's been very, very clean. In the three weeks running up to show, so yeah. I don't have protein powder anymore. I've changed to like egg whites and just meats. Um, and we've got rid of like the bagel and everything like that. So I literally just have rice because that's the carb that agrees with me the best for digestion. We'll just try to keep the waste as tiny as possible. So we don't want to get that distension. Yeah. So yeah. And so I would say this pet, we've just up a notch. Um, show day well every every show day has been different um we don't have a set protocol we take it day by day every peak week's been different we take it day by day um depending on how i'm looking so i guess that's just that's the longer you're with the and i think as well show days depend on what food you're doing yeah yeah you know you've done a pro show at bloody midnight and not been night <laughs> wish you yeah. oh well i'm absolutely buzzing for nashville because they stop the amateur show at 10 o'clock 10 a.m for the pro pre-judging so you know that you're on at 10 and then they stop the amateur finals at five bang on for the pros finals so you know like they're basically putting pros first and giving you time i cannot wait to actually just know when I'm stage. because like you're normally at the end and it just goes later and later and later and you're just like so I mean Arnold was a joke wasn't it it was it just went on and on and on and on no we like so we watched you obviously and then we left and like you said with food so we wanted to go out and get food they like sold out of all the food in the NEC <laughs> so it was like couldn't even get any food oh and you know got a packet of chips like crisps or something before we went in and then I think we got like McDonald's on the way home we had to, to find a 24-hour drive oh my god <laughs> it's like you imagine me coming off stage Hi, that's what I mean that's I why I, I was like oh that's so good they put that on because that would have been ridiculous otherwise I know. I think that's obviously why they do that though, because you imagine a bunch of hungry. I mean, never mind the bikini girls, the bodybuilders, the big guys. Oh, yeah. 
they demolished that that grazing table was bloody beautiful and then they absolutely annihilated it it was a mess i got up to it it was my short tea and i was just like oh my god it's disgusting (laughs) oh i was like i wish i got a nice picture of this before they all got to it (laughs) we were last on so we didn't we had the all the remains (laughs) It's a bit of salad that someone's left. Nice. Salad. I was clever though. I got a plate and like at the start and saved it and sent it to the side. Smart thinking. So I've got a question for you. So I'm guessing now you've like met quite a few pros. Who have been your favourite pros that you've met? Oh, well, I have to say Phoebe Hagen welcomed me in from the first second I walked through from an athlete meeting, she was the first person I seen and she was just so lovely, really put me at ease. Yeah. So she was lovely. And then um, when I was backstage, that must be where I met Jade. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she's, well, every show I've been at, Jade's been there. So she's been like my little show buddy. Um, so yeah. she's been, um, and she's always kind of, put me easy well not put me easy not like I've not yeah. been, been needy but it's just been nice to have someone to chat to and then um I met Jessie from Ireland she was lovely as well mm. Petra from the UK um and then just at that show there I met Trish she's from the UK well she's actually from America but she's lived in the UK for 20 oh, years okay right yeah you know the ones I've really met that have really been like my wee backstage yeah. people that have been really nice. It's hard to pick a favourite, but yeah, obviously watching Phoebe and just like she That's is nice. absolutely smashing it and really representing for the UK. So yeah, she's been a big inspiration. Yeah, there's been quite a few like really cool names that you've been on stage with, and yeah, yeah, it's been cool. It's been really. Oh, I'm Kerry Sexton as well at the weekend. Sorry, so I met her. Yeah, she's lovely, Kerry, isn't she? so yeah yeah all of them like I've not met any that I've been like oh yeah which you know what it's nice because I always think like as you start to know more and more people in the industry you kind of think like oh you've seen this person on Instagram you've been following them for a while whatever and then you're like oh they're actually going to be nice in real life they're going to be a fucking bitch in real life and be like think they're better than everyone else but it's not at all is it like everyone's just sound I was really worried that it was going to be a lot more tense backstage for the pros because there's there's a lot more on it. Like the amateurs, you've got everybody's just kind of like having fun. And I was a bit worried that it was going to be a bit like, which I would say when you come off from pre-judging before you go for finals, there was a little bit of like, not tension. Nobody was horrible to each other, but some people just went quiet. Some people obviously were a bit disappointed. Maybe wanted to do better. Um, or some people were really nervous because they knew, like, you know, I could be in the top place and I don't know what's happening. So it did go a little bit, like, yeah. <laughs> just, like, wasn't it be there, like, <laughs> loving life. So yeah. I did. Well, like, not necessarily for the girls as such, but, like, the men, I guess, some of it, like, that is their job. They are yeah. a bodybuilder. Yeah. And, like, because the money is so much, isn't it? Yeah, true. And it's a lot tougher for the guys, like... I'll never complain about prep or show day being a bikini girl because what they guys need to do is like make. Well, did you meet any of like cool they're like big guys that you thought like, oh they're really nice or not really? Um, 
Do you know who was lovely? Ryan Terry. I didn't even realise who he was when I was sitting next to him at Darnold and I was sitting yeah. chatting to him and he was like making me feel at ease and I was like, oh, what a lovely guy. And I was chatting to him and he came off stage and he'd won and I said, oh, so you're going to Olympia. That's amazing. Yeah. And before and he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I in time, eh? <laughs> And I was like, oh shit sorry and then he obviously told me who he was and I was like oh it was your show that I did like the Ryan Terry classic was my very first show and didn't have a fucking clue but I'm so new in this industry yeah. I'm not fully I'm new like I'm, like, wow, like people on Instagram look so much different than in real life and yeah, like I look at people and then I'm like oh yeah that's you <laughs> like oh yeah Especially when you meet everybody, you're down getting your tan and your hair's all scraped back and you all look a riot. And then you turn up on show day like, oh, oh that was you I spoke to earlier. I never recognised you without your makeup and hair yeah. done. I, when I, so when I done my first show last year, um, I went up obviously like with um, a load of guys from Scotland actually, because um, of who my coach was at the time and everything. And I remember I'd gone and got my makeup done and I'd put my hat up and like, hairnet thing to stop the curls from dropping out and I was walking through I don't know what I was doing something and I remember and I said to the guy like we'd all been sat there like the night before chatting in the morning all checked in together he walked past me and I was like you all right and he looked at me and went mm. like who the fuck are you and I was like hi <laughs> it's me and he was like oh my god that has happened to me a couple of times um Ian the promoter it's in the road yeah so I was running around, I was like, yeah, and he was like, just like walked past me. And I was like, oh, sort of rude. And I walked into the room and then he looked at me and he was like, oh my God, Emma, I just ignored you out there. I did not realise that was you. I'm so sorry. And I was like, well, I am covered in tan and, you know, you yeah. know, I'm and, and glam. And he was like, oh, so sorry. <laughs> it's funny, you know, one of my best mates said to me, he was like, I thought you'd made a really good friend on your show day because he kept posting pictures of her. And then I realised it was you. And I was like... We literally like, work together, you see me every day, and you didn't realise that was me. That's so really funny. different. Thanks. <laughs> oh, God. It is funny, though. So my last question for you is, for anyone listening, what's the one thing you would like them to take away from today's podcast? I think, have belief in yourself, and if you want something bad enough, and you work really, really hard, you can get it. Nice. I like that. Anything else you want to add or talk about today? No, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Um, if anyone does ever want to ask me anything or chat about anything, I'm always like very approachable and open. So you can get me on my Instagram, Emma underscore IFBB Pro. Feel free to reach out, more than happy. Yeah. That was actually my next question for you was how can people get hold of you? So you've already answered it for me. Um, so I guess that just leads us to say thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please follow for more and share to your stories. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for joining me, Emma. Um, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.